Hi guys, Nick Pavlakis with Marine Max in St. Pete. Captain Keith, Clearwater. And today Keith and I are gonna be talking about everything related to shore power. Now, sometimes there's a little bit more to it than just taking a plug and putting it in a hole, but you know, we're gonna talk about 30 amp, 50 amp, how to do it safe and how to know that you're actually plugged in. What do we have over here? So on this pedestal, if we open up the little door here, you're gonna notice you got a couple breakers in here. One of them's a 30 amp, the other one's a 50 amp. So I'm gonna flip this down here for a second, which shuts the current off. This is a 30 amp shore power cord. And if you take a look here, you've got one little ear bent over on this, kind of like your 220 plug on your dryer at your house. So this can only go in one way. So you just kind of look in there, you find the one that's rolled over, and then you're just going to push this up in there. When it goes in and makes contact, you're going to give it just a little bit of a twist. And you want to do all that with the breaker off, because invariably you're going to be standing around a shore power pedestal, and you've got hose water here, and you're going to be, it's going to be wet and all that stuff, so you don't be getting your feet wet when you're plugging in electricity. The other one, over here, the big silver one is a 50 amp breaker. So it's got the double. So your bigger boats, your yachts, your sport yachts will have a 50 amp cord, which will be bigger than this. And that'll be the big female plug that'll go on top of that. So right now we've got a 36 Aquila. This is a 30 amp short power cord. We've got this plugged in, the breakers off, and then Nick's gonna go up and show you how it plugs into the boat. So come see what we're work working with over here. We've got are two 30 amp plugins. You notice that we only have one cord plugged in, but we have two plugs right here. So a 36 Aquila, for instance, is gonna run off of one 30 amp in most instances. Now, if you're cranking all three air conditionings in the summertime in Florida, yeah, you're gonna need that second one over there because you're gonna overload this cord and you're gonna trip a breaker, whether it's at the pedestal, on the boat, whatever it is. Anyway, a couple tips for this right here. I always like to do with dry hands. On, on these new boats, it's not as much of a problem because there's not as much electricity floating around and shorting out, but sometimes on these older boats, you grab it with, that, with wet hands, you can feel a little, little pinch down there. So I always like to keep my hands dry. If it's raining, maybe grab a rag or something. Then of course you notice right here, you've got this Spinning ring right here, that's gonna secure it on there, make sure that you have a good connection. And you notice that up front there, one of these prongs is a little bit different than the others and that's where you're gonna turn it in. So you find the one that matches up to that, put it in there, give it a little twist, spin that guy on there, and you're connected. All right, Keith, we're in, we got a good secure connection. So the breaker, goes on now you should have power up at the boat so you see Keith did that you see that your indicator light is on right there that means you're getting power from the pedestal so this shore power cord cords good and the power is going to the boat so we know we're just about there let's go down into the breaker panel and Keith and I are going to explain what these different lights mean 
So now that we're down here, you've got all sorts of stuff on your breaker panel. That's a whole different story, but we're gonna be focusing down here with your shore power. You see our indicator light for shore power one is on. Then your main breaker right there is off. So now if I go ahead and flip that on, we're gonna have line voltage down here, which is gonna give you access to all of this stuff. Um, you're probably wondering what all this other stuff is. Shore power, shore power two, parallel generator, which is of course when you're not hooked up at a dock. Keith, what are we working with down here? And more specifically, what is reverse polarity and what does a parallel switch do? So when Nick flipped the switch on, you mentioned that the green light was on right here. That's what you want to look for. If you plug in and you've got a red light on here, the polarity is reversed, which means the wiring in the dock is, is, is reversed. You got those three wires. So if, say, somebody was in a slip the night before you guys and they left, they forgot to unhook their shore power cord and they pull it out of the box, maintenance guy comes down, rewires it, and he flips the, the wires. You, you're the next one to plug in, you're gonna get a red light. If you get a red light, you're gonna stop and don't, don't do anything, go find the dock master or, or get it fixed. Your boat is wired properly. So once we got a green light, you're gonna flip the breaker on. Like you said, there comes your power. We only have one shore power cord plugged in, as Nick mentioned when he was out there where they plug into the boat. So with the parallel switch on, that allows me to piggyback or to jump power from basically the line one side over to the line two side. It's gonna share power. We've got a single 30 amp cord running in here. So as long as I'm not pulling more than 30 amps, we're good to go with one cord. If I had to plug a second shore power cord in, maybe I've got the water heater going, I'm cooking on the grill, I've got the blow dryer going, whatever, you're pulling a lot of current, you'll have to hook up a second shore power cord Make sure that shore power two cord is green. And then at that point, you're gonna flip off the parallel switch and this drops down, which allows me access to my second shore power cord. I would flip that on. So then I'd have 30 amps for this and 30 amps set aside for that side. 99% of the time, you can just run it off of the one, just keep this on parallel. Then you're just sharing power over to the other side. And once things are turned on, then you can flip on whatever it is you want. You want your inverter charger on, the water heater, air conditioning, air conditioning pump. You always are going to turn that on before you turn on your independent air conditioners. Everything's all, all labeled there. It really seems complicated when you look at it. You see all the, the flashing lights and stuff and you say, hey, I'm not an electrician. And in reality, neither am I. I'm probably the least electrically inclined person on the planet. This is all so simple, though, especially like you said, when you know the boats are new, they're wired right and everything's gonna tell you what's working, what's not working, and you can really troubleshoot if for whatever reason you're not getting power all the way between the pedestal to the cord, to the boot, to the panel. It's all relatively easy process of elimination. So they make it really easy for you. If you guys have any tips of your own, go ahead and drop them in the comments below. And just, just one thing about this, with these slider bars the way they are, I don't care what boat you've got, they're built to, if you can't screw up. Yeah, they're foolproof. You, you can't have double voltage. I can't have my shore power on and my generator running and all that stuff to like overload the system. And just a quick two thing, you look at load current. You saw when I flipped on the water heater, that needle jumped up. So you can also kind of, you know, take care of, monitor your amperage draws and just power manage that way as well. So uh, if you've got any questions, hit up your local Marine Max store. We've got videos online and, uh, Thanks for watching, guys. We'll see you out on the water.